Hello everyone, this is Monsef Afkar and thank you so much for joining us today in this new call of Awakening the Divine Feminine Series. So um, yeah, happy to, to connect with you. Thank you so much for your presence and beautiful energy. And uh, yeah, co-creating with us these amazing experiences here on the show. And um, also super excited that Aurora Light is back on, um, like uh, she's been with, she's here uh, the first time on, on this show, but she, she, she joined us on the podcast, Mother's Voice podcast before. And yeah, I, I really love the, the message that, that she brings. It's, it's really inspiring, brings, um, like it, it, it reminds us of, of, uh, of how to connect with the joy within, uh, and that it's, it's really possible at, 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 uh, each moment because it's, it's, it's really a choice, um, when we decide to, to, um, take responsibility of our path and prioritize ourselves. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it just brings so much, um, like truth from within, like we connect to the truth within, to the center, and also more and more joy can be experienced in in our daily life. And um, yeah, so so uh, today we'll be talking about um, mindset, self-talk, and and breaking uh, epigenetic patterns for for mothers, um, which is really really um, important subject. And also we'll have a Q and A. So if if you have uh, questions, personal questions, or related to the subject you want to ask to Aurora, you can raise your hand by pressing start to on your phone if you are calling from your phone and if you are on the webcast page um, which is we rise in love.com forward slash live you can type in your questions on the question box and um, yeah before we start I, I would love to share with you a little bit about aurora so aurora light calls herself a joy alchemist and soul embodiment guide and the founder of joy evolution her mission is to empower you to go from fear in your spiritual gifts to fully step in into your power as a conscious creator of your reality so you can fulfill your soul mission and light up the world. She is here to remind you that everything you have ever done has been training for this time. And, and Aurora loves holding space for epic transformations by blending the metaphysical with the practical and inspiring us to play. She is a best-selling author, speaker, course creator, and mentor. And uh, yeah, so that's Aurora. Welcome to the show. Very happy to have you with us today. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was saying thank you so much for having me. I loved our last conversation, and I'm just so thrilled to be here. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And uh, yeah, um Maybe in, in, in the beginning, I, I would love if uh, you can tell us uh, more about you as a mother uh, and your story before, and and also how how um, maybe uh, also the, especially the part that that relates to healing the the um, the generational patterns and and trauma on your personal life. Absolutely, we carry our not only our mother and father's genes, but it goes back for generations and generations. And I had some really fascinating experiences when I was a fairly new mother. So I'll share with you first before I dive into the, mm -hmm. the experience of the epigenetics that I am a bonus mom or stepmom to a beautiful 16-year-old and I also have a biological daughter who is turning five next week, next month. 
And both of them have brought me more learning and gifts than I could have ever expected. <laughs> and I always knew that I would have um, one daughter that I birthed and another one that would just be part of my family. Just growing up, I had that awareness. So being a mom was something that I was always on the fence about. So I'm not sure if you heard about when I was laying in bed and I heard my DNA speaking to me out loud, Claire audibly no. for the first time. No, <laughs> no. Okay. It was fascinating. I normally feel things and know things and get messages like that, but this was my body talking to me and it said, have his baby, referring to the man who has become my husband since then. And this was about a decade ago. And it was the first time that I had ever heard my DNA speak out loud like that to me. And it was many, many years before we got around to actually creating a new person and having a child together because he does have um, a daughter from a previous relationship who was part of our family. But it was the start of a conversation with my body the beginning of that biological clock and the first times I started to really connect with my body as having its own inherent wisdom that I could communicate with. And so fast forwarding to some of that epigenetic um, trauma might be the word, but really more program that I found that was fascinating to me. It was shortly after my child was born. She was perhaps four or five months old, and as most new mothers do, I was incredibly devoted to her, and I found it difficult, even when my husband was asking me to take breaks and to take care of myself and to go out to actually do it. I felt like I was letting her down, and it was becoming a problem, and I didn't understand why, because intellectually, I knew that I was supposed to take care of me so I could take care of her, but putting it into the practical felt almost impossible. And she was breastfeeding all the time. She wouldn't take a bottle. So there were practical considerations. But on my first yoga class that I escaped to at a gym, I had a vision when I was laying in Shavasana and wondering, because I was feeling great, wondering why it was so difficult for me to take care of myself. And a vision of my body flashed into my mind's eye where I saw this black, tar-like substance that was almost throughout my entire nervous system, like a tree branches and roots. And that was how it was shown to me, but I also received the information that it was an old program of self-sacrifice that was encoded into my genes and my mother's genes and before her and before her. Because the women that sacrificed themselves and even to the point of their health for their children, well, their children lived, even if those women did not. The women that would feed their kids instead of themselves had kids that went on to survive. And so the genes that were inside me were from the lineage of women that had sacrificed self 
for children. And it was a program that was running that was very effective at getting us to survive. And the thing was, I knew enough about life and what I was here to do and how different the energy was that I knew I wasn't here to just survive. And that was programming that needed to shift and change. And I worked for a long time to energetically clear that, got rid of the black tar inside of me. Um, It took probably about 45 minutes of concentrated meditation, psychic surgery on myself. I couldn't do it all during that yoga class. I went to my car Mm -hmm. to finish that. But I realized I had a lot of deprogramming to do in my mind as well that said that I needed to take care of her to the exclusion of my health and happiness. We're here to thrive and not just eke out survival now. And just reproducing and having our kids survive is not the main goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, because like we've been like, uh, how to say, like uh, maybe programmed and also because we saw... Uh, like everyone before us do the same it's it's more about just survival and doing the same thing but um really when 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 we connect more truly to ourselves it's we 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 uh how to say we start to see things differently and also we want to have the experience much more um like to experience much more love in in those experiences um instead of just more uh practical Absolutely. And we're in a position of privilege now, most of us, at least I know I am where I live, where I'm not worried about my day-to-day survival. I'm not worried about Mm -hmm. my child's day-to-day survival, and it's not me versus her. There's not just enough for one of us. And I mean, my lineage came down through um, Ireland, and there was a lot of famine and things Mm -hmm. like that. So there were times when I'm sure it was a choice of sacrifice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so how, um, because this is inspiring, uh, uh, because this can be related to survival and creating abundance and uh, also having joy in in life um, when when coming from um, this lineage. And uh, so how, like from, from your own experience, what's, uh, how one can uh, maybe we can see like detach or or heal this this uh these patterns or trauma that is coming from from the lineage and allow oneself to to thrive mm. there's lots of ways that we can do it, and we have to find what works for us i mean first off, before we can do a lot of the actual practical though we have to believe it's possible. Mm-hmm. And that was a, a block for me that my mind just wasn't sure that it was going to be okay if I took time for myself. And there was a point in my life when my child was, say, about two years old, when it was suggested to me that I take 10 minutes for myself in the morning. And I scoffed. I laughed and I was like, I can't do that. What are you talking about? I'm a mother. I can't take 10 minutes for me first. Are you crazy? Like I had all these stories running in my head about what I could and could not do. And uh, I was obviously lying to myself about what was possible. 
Mm-hmm. But I truly believed it at that time. I believed the world would fall apart if I didn't devote, you know, all of my time to her right first thing in the morning. And I couldn't make myself a priority. That would make me a selfish bad mother. I forgot about the oxygen mask, like they say on an airplane, that you have to put yours on before helping someone beside you. Mm-hmm. Now I yeah. try to give myself an hour <laughs> in the morning before, <laughs> if I wake up early enough. And it's yeah. still sometimes not enough. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's it's. How to say it's like uh, giving sacrifices. It's like um, giving something to others that we don't own. Uh, that's uh, maybe in in the beginning it feels like selfish and maybe difficult. Maybe especially more for a mother. But but with time we can see um, the huge difference it, it can make in in one's personal life and also in relationship to like a mother to to her children or to other people in in general. Oh my gosh, exactly. We've, again, carried this program of it's selfish to do for yourself first, but we can't pour from an empty cup, which is a platitude I'm sure everyone's heard before. But it's it's so true. And I know when I fill myself up with the things that I need, like beyond just the bare minimum of taking a shower, but with things that actually support me, lift my spirit, body, mind, and soul, then I can actually show up as a better human being and a better mother and a better um, wife and friend and child to my parents. It's all starting from me taking care of myself instead of getting to the point of being so depleted that I am a cranky person who's no fun to be around because that's where I get. When I don't mm-hmm. actually fill myself up and I just keep giving and giving, um, I turn into someone that you don't actually want to know. You don't want to be around. Right, right, absolutely. And uh, yeah, and also it, it, it's very important, especially when when healing trauma, because it takes time and it it takes self care and self love and having time for that. It's uh, it's it's really essential, either like for, for healing meditation or. It, it depends on, on what works for, for the person. And different things will work at different times, and that's okay, too. Um, we get to allow it to flow with our needs and desires. And I think the the thing that surprised me the most, especially in the early days of motherhood, was that I actually didn't need much to get filled back up again. It used to be before kids, you know, a whole day or a week would be really amazing what, you know, a couple times a year go on vacation. But just even 10 minutes that first year made such a big difference. So we can do a lot with less time. You become very efficient when you're a mom, I think, <laughs> comes with the territory. And then as your kids get older, you can, and you become more comfortable with it and they become more independent, you can add more on. But I think when you tell yourself through your actions that you actually do matter and that you're important and then you get the positive results, there becomes that feedback loop where it becomes easier to give yourself or invest the time for yourself. But that's also assuming that you are able to because 
we don't always have the physical support to be able to take the time right away, right? If we don't have family around, if you're working a lot, if you don't have childcare, um, sometimes it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, as you talked about family and people around, also the uh, want to talk about the importance of of community because, like, like one that uh, can, can make time for for themselves, but but at some point, like they need a connection, they need feedback, and they need some someone to um, just to to hear to hear them, to listen to them, and just where and and hold the space for them where they feel um like just accept it as as they are because because sometimes it can be it can be overwhelming and uh and receiving that that loving space can 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 be like i feel it's 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 really important to receive that as well and maybe it, it depends now on on which country uh the person is it's maybe it can be done online or in person so um it depends how the situation is there Absolutely. And I'll be honest, I got a little emotional when you were saying that. And I'm just in gratitude to you for, as as a man, witnessing the importance of this. Because that just being witnessed in, in seeing the challenges, actually, it means a lot. So thank you so much. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's... Um... Not the way that it used to be, right? We weren't really designed to do this life thing in isolation. And I can't even imagine what it would be like this year with the pandemic because it was isolating enough when we were allowed to visit each other. So I think it's more important than ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, because like we are humans, we are we are meant to... to... We are meant to, to to connect and to co-create together, so it's um, it's uh, an important aspect of of our life, and um, yeah, and and also how um, because uh, uh, like when a mother like now like sh- she's doing like healing on herself, but still on on the past she she, she picked up the the trauma from her lineage and also through the first years of of her child. Maybe the child also picked up these traumas. So how can can she maybe support or hold the space for the kids to also um, heal from that and feel safe to just express themselves? I'll share what really worked the best for me was learning the tool called belief repatterning. And I'm sure mm-hmm. there's many other tools that work. But learning that tool for myself to give myself the emotional literacy that I don't feel like my parents had and that I didn't have, to be able to shift my beliefs first, but the feelings that come from those beliefs, so that I could take a feeling that was not sitting well in my body and move it and let it point me to what I wanted instead in a way that loved and honored the feeling as a guidepost and a sign instead of being mad at the anger, mad at the frustration or frustrated by the the sadness, right? Because sometimes those emotions compound each other. I took a course. It was like 200 Canadian dollars and it changed my life. 
It's called belief repatterning, where you learn that just seven-step process to walk yourself from the things that feel heavy and let it point you to something that feels better in your body. And when I did that, I started to believe in myself and my ability to navigate emotions because being a mom brings up all of your unhealed junk and your kids will trigger you and you're tired and you have less self-care. So it's this massive catalyst for either going deep into the pain or for healing because it illuminates it all. And I was able to, you know, very slowly start to heal those things in me and realize how worthy I was of seeking out the support and investing in myself and not trying to do it alone as I would naturally be inclined to do it because that has been a pattern in my family to just do it alone and not ask for help and not say when we're not okay. Right. And and in the past, even if you said that you weren't okay, there wasn't necessarily the understanding or ability to support in many ways. Right. So it all compounded. But when I just learned that tool to give myself something I could use in any moment, it shifted basically everything for me, so much so that I decided to study to become a practitioner of this technique so I could hold space for other people, typically moms who happen to be entrepreneurs and they're trying to do all the things and change the world while raising children. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what works the best for me. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, honestly, if I had to boil it down to one thing, it was honestly forgiveness for feeling the way that I wanted to feel instead of blaming myself and then giving myself permission to choose something different in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, I really love that. It's 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 more about just uh self-acceptance and not judging uh the way we feel. Um yeah, because it's 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 part of the human experience. It's uh we have duality and it's yes, and 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 some, sometimes it's it's like it's we experience like ups and downs and we just need to be okay with that and learn how to navigate that instead of judging the way we feel because it's it's phase has its own purpose and uh yeah and and then yeah like like you said hold the space for um and choose the way we want to to feel so yeah that's that's really really wonderful and uh also as you talked about mothers who are entrepreneur and uh because how to say like uh, the the mother in, in general she feels like responsible for maybe for her kids but she has this responsibility in general for also for others and sometimes uh, this may lead to 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 think that uh, she needs to do everything alone and not to to uh, delegate things and sometimes if things are not going right it feels like responsible of of that and uh, there is some some kind of guilt there so. Um, Maybe from uh, from your perspective, uh, how, how a mother can can deal with with this responsibility and and also kids at the same time. Oh my goodness! I had heaps of Catholic guilt. Um, that was just something that felt so natural to me, and I still have it pop up sometimes. Guilt when we are 
taking time for ourselves because it takes time away from our children, guilt if we get support because we should, quote-unquote, be able to do it all ourselves because of a weird belief we have. And, oh my goodness, the journey to entrepreneurship actually, or deeper into entrepreneurship and scaling my business was the quickest path for me to start to accept support because I realized as I was growing more responsible for more things that I literally could not do it on my own, especially if I wanted to maintain some balance in my life. And it supported me in shifting the mindset from being the person who does it all to being more of the CEO and the delegator. And I don't mind being the manager of the household as well as um my business, because I know that's a strength that I have, but I had to open to receive the support that my husband is happy to provide, that I am also able to invest in in my business. And I had to get over the guilt because of the shame of the program saying, I should be able to do this. I should. And who says that, right? It's some weird collective energy, some uh, who knows where it's coming from. But the second I started to actually open to receive the support that was available to me and then invest in more support so I could focus on the things that I was really good at and liked doing, it changed everything. And I had to reframe it for myself. Instead of feeling guilty, about delegating or asking for support, I thought of it as investing in, say, time with my children or in my health, mental, physical, emotional, whatever it may be. And now five years later, growing my business and cultivating balanced time with my family, um, I have that support. I have someone that comes in to clean my house. And instead of feeling guilty about it, I'm like, wow, isn't this amazing that I can support someone else and share my abundance with them in a way that lifts us both up and it's win-win, right? It was just a mindset shift about instead of thinking I shouldn't or couldn't or I had to, into I get to do this. I get to bring balance into my life and support myself and my family and other people at the same time. And then I can show up more as me and do what I came here to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's more like it's about sharing and also like allowing oneself to to just uh, let the, the 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 how to say because each one excels in 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 different areas. And when we allow ourselves to shine in in that area, like we bring all the gifts that we have to the world, and also. When we collaborate with others, it, it just how to say it's what we create. The creation becomes becomes much more, much more rich and much more uh, like benefits others in 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 much 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 more ways that than just uh, um, one alone. So yeah, uh, uh, I really love that. Thank you so much for sharing about that. And uh, yeah. Uh, so, so everyone, um, if if um, if you have any question you want to ask, you can type it on the webcast page. There is a question box there. And Aurora, you are offering um, a free gift, the Soul Embodiment Activation, to our audience. And everyone, you can I invite you to 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 get it on the page. Uh, we arrive in love 
aurora.com forward slash aurora. We rise in love.com forward slash aurora. Um, A-U-R-O-R-A. Or um, you can also go to joyevolution.com and you can get it. And Aurora, can you please share with us more about the activation? Absolutely. So if someone is looking for some uh, self-care to regulate the nervous system and be more present in the body, this is an amazing way of offering yourself about 15 minutes to connect in with yourself and release things that aren't yours, that you don't have to carry, that don't serve you anymore, and connect in with your higher self, that visionary part of you that is outside of space and time, and allow that to fill you up with the light of your own soul, the light of your essence, in a way that will both uplift you physically, mentally, emotionally, but also activate you into this feeling of presence and really connect you to who you actually are beyond just this body. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aurora. And uh, again, everyone, you you can get the activation on the page weriseinlove.com forward slash Aurora we rise in love.com forward slash aurora a u r o r a or you or also you can um, click on the free gift button which is on the webcast page or later on the replay page and also you can go to the same page by uh, going to the link joyevolution.com um wonderful let's see so um yes also aurora do you have maybe any uh, final message to our audience uh, who are mothers I just really want to expand on what we were talking about in terms of collaboration and how we each have the piece of the puzzle and we actually didn't come here to do it alone and we somehow got suckered into thinking that we had to be everything to everybody, especially as a mom. And the new energy that's here on the planet, the new ancient energy is so co-creative when you can open yourself up to receiving that support, because that is a leap for a lot of us moms to make, then the magic really starts to happen and you get to show your children how magical and important that can be for everyone to get to play their role instead of you depleting yourself, trying to do everything for your family and for yourself, right? Just knowing that we can do it together makes such a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I really love that. Thank you so much for sharing about that and for uh, everything you shared with us today, Aurora. Um, yeah, it was really an inspiring call. So very grateful to you. Mm, thank you so much. I, again, just am so thrilled that you are holding the space for a mom because I know that the energy that the the mom has sets the tone for the family, for the children, and for their children, and for the communities, and just want to honor you for for following your calling and doing this. So thank you, and thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you, and yeah, it's, it's really my honor to be able to uh, to create this space and uh, yeah, allow uh, speakers and healers like you uh, to to bring their support to, to mothers. Um, yeah, it's, it's really an honor, so 
Thank you for that. And uh, also, everyone, really thank you so much for being here with us. And also, thank you for those who listen to the replay. We're grateful to you for co-creating with us this space. And uh, yeah, again, again I, I, I really invite you to, to take advantage and sign up for the free gift, the Soul Embodiment Activation that Aurora is, is offering on the page wearisinlove.com forward slash Aurora. Wearisinlove.com forward slash Aurora, A-U-R-O-R-A. Or you can click on the free gifts button, which is on the webcast or on the replay pages. And uh, yeah, so with that, everyone, I'm sending you so much love and I will see you on the next call. Bye-bye, everyone.